Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Frankly Spoken for Hawkeye episode 3. I'm here today with Burke. Hello. How are you, Burke? Oh, you're good. Oh, you... I'm, oh, I'm very good. <laughs> you're good. Amazing. You've responded before I even got a chance to ask. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> Soon I will take over the intro. Would you, I mean, you can have a go at it now if you'd like. No, not oh. yet. Oh, is, is it too soon? We'll save yes. that for for the, for the finale, which, <laughs> uh, you know, I've just realised is a lot sooner than you think because we we this show has only been out a week. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're already, already halfway three through. We're already halfway I through. Yeah, that when I finished the episode, I was like, oh, this is the halfway point. This oh. is the halfway point. <laughs> and we started a week ago. I don't. I, it makes sense, like when you think about it, but like no, like no, no. Right before I forget, before I forget, I'm doing it. I'll do it. Full spoilers. Oh, oh, there what? You go. Spoilers? Oh my well, god! In that spoilers. case, I'm leaving. <laughs> oh my god! There's some spoilers on that beautiful, uh, I wasn't, beautiful I wasn't red car. Of this? <laughs> no, there's no spoilers for the show. Just the spoiler on the cars in the show. Ah. The beautiful red Challenger 77 or 73 that Hawkeye loves and doesn't want to wreck. And then it gets destroyed anyway. And then it gets destroyed anyway. And he cries. Yeah. I don't remember that bit, but I don't remember him crying. But, you know, I, I have just a vague enough memory of this episode that, you know what, maybe he did actually cry in this. And I'm just not remembering that. Bit. I don't think you did. No, no. We shall we shall jump straight into it then. But we have we are here for Hawkeye episode three, uh, starring Jeremy Renner, Haley Steinfeld, and or Steinfeld, one of the two. And you know, I think this is a better episode. This is this is a this is a step up. This is good. Y- yeah, yeah. This was this was better. Um... Yeah, like I, I, overall, it's 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 weird because you know usually you have like the thing of your first episode is like usually quite good and high production values and you know money you throw at your pilot and then it kind of dips down a bit and then rises again. But I, I feel like for for this one, it was like the first two episodes were kind of strangely not as great, and then weirdly at the halfway point they're like oh yeah we're a we're a marvel show let's let's we let's have actually, money yeah let's let's actually do some fun stuff that was weird yeah it's like they took the grounded approach to this uh, series a little bit too literally and were like you know what your budget is going to be like ground level you're going to have like nothing for the first two episodes <laughs> and yeah, you can maybe it's... set a couple of things on fire uh yeah. you get some foam swords zip yeah, it's just one. like every, it's like everything. Like it was, it was better paced. Like choreography wise, it was it was better. There was no weird frame cuts when bottles get destroyed. The like action yes, sequences yeah. were like a lot more dynamic and like a lot more fun and a lot more creative rather than just oh, there's a brawl and now they're they're brawling a bit and now they're throwing bottles. Woo, exciting. Yeah. I'm I, I'm like thinking back on this episode. I'm like ninety percent sure that like I, I'm pretty sure. Let's say like seventy five percent of this episode is action. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This, there's, this, there's thinking because, like it feels like, yeah. like just one very big action sequence. Yeah, because like most of it is just them escaping the, the imprisonment from the beautiful tracksuit boys. 
Yeah, the tracksuit mafia. So we, we start. Yeah. We start. Where we start at the beginning. We start where we left off at the end of episode two, where uh, Kate and Clint are I mean, tied up. We on actually Zool don't Marigo. because we get a we get a flashback first. Is the flashback first? Okay, I think we it get is flashback first. first. I think it opens with with the entire flashback sequence. Which one? Which one are you thinking? The the the, the echo flashback. Yeah, there's multiple. <laughs> Does it, 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 does it start with, with her, like, seeing Ronan? Yeah, yeah, like, like the, the, the one about her, her childhood and, like, when she's, like, training and shit. Wait, isn't, no, isn't, that inter, isn't that intercut in between scenes? Is it? I thought, like, the... I thought, like, the first big one is, like, her, you know, at, at school and then talking to her dad and then he's, like, taking her to, like, the, the dojo... And then we yeah, we, and then we... it goes to like actual Hawkeye. It goes back to present day, and then yeah, it goes back yeah, and to yeah, and then later I think it goes back to like the the Ronin flashback when like yeah. So because like like the, the big thrust of the story of this episode is like not a lot of story really happens in the present day. The most you get is uh, Hawkeye um, having a very heart, very close heart to heart with his son about maybe not being there for Christmas. And his um, uh, the damage to his hearing aids, leaving him like struggling for stuff. All of the story stuff comes from like the flashbacks with Echo. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, don't, I don't actually have they named her in this series. Did um, they name her in this episode? I don't remember if they did. I know I... her dad called at one point called her Little Dragon. Yeah, I don't think they've actually said the name Echo. Well, we only Don't... know that because she's getting a spin-off huh? series. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Or maybe like the the tracksuit mafia guys referred to her as Echo. Maybe I can't remember. <laughs> I watched this yesterday and I can't and I can't recall that. <laughs> yeah, like for the most part, I think I I really liked all of the flashback stuff. I really liked the uh the story they gave to Echo. I think it's it's really nicely tied into like Hawkeye stuff because obviously there's definitely a like, um. Uh, uh, you can you can see how that's gonna like come to a head. You know, the problem you know, I've got you know, is that you know what I realized when the the echo flashbacks played out about you know her dad and Rowan and all of that, and like the first thing right. came to my mind was this is Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes, it is. Yep, yep. A little bit <laughs> in have, a jumbled order, have, but we yes. We have protagonist man kills people unknowingly kills father of other important character who's now out for revenge and tries to track down killer of her dad. <laughs> Something tells me there will be a lot less golf clubs in this. Probably. Um, I just, I just, I just found it funny because I was, I was like watching the flashback. I was like, huh, this, this is, this is like weirdly like just structurally this is like the 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 same story beats they're like taking here like the same setup that they're, they're taking here <laughs> yeah i i see what you mean I, I do know what you mean um circ circling back very slightly just very quickly my I, I really like the echo stuff it's very cool i like it i thought like her perspective on all of the ronin stuff and action sequences i like that they're setting up her definitely coming to like a fight with like hawkeye at some point but also They've also kind of ruined it before they've begun, because they've announced she's getting a spin-off show. Because yeah. in that, because of that, you now know exactly there's there's limited options. She can't die unless they do a prequel. But then yeah, but like prequel will be kind can't... of like like what you're gonna do in a prequel with that character, really. 
like unless you set it in like the snap like that time period like when everyone like half the population's gone and she's doing like cool stuff but then what's the point in you don't care about that because none of that character work is done so she's definitely yeah. not dying at the end of this and i mean like yeah her, she can't do anything like, gratuitously bad I'm pretty sure what we're going to get is um, they're going to set her up as kind of like the antagonist now. Um, but then obviously like then like she's going to come to the good side and they're all going to fight um, um, fencing man. What's his name? Jack. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> because he yeah, is yeah. going to turn out to be the actual villain of it. And then For it'll a very be brief like a second. I thought um, they were going to set up Jack as her father because I thought kind of thought her dad looked or, or like looked like he might be like the same actor or looked a little bit like him so maybe she's related to him uh which they might still do but um i thought it was the same guy until he you know died mm. but yeah no yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure like there will be some confrontation where like she finds out that hawkeye is ronan but then you know they'll have to bury the hatchet at least for now and fight another evil and then they'll probably I don't know, maybe, like, she joins Yelena in the last episode of, like, oh, I know that Hawkeye guy, you want to team up and hunt him down? Who knows? There's, there's, there's possibilities here, and I'm not exactly sure, like, what they're gonna do with the next three episodes. There's, I, yeah, I'm I'm not really sure where they're gonna go, because there's several paths where they could take the show, and that's, that's, that's nice. <laughs> <clears throat> not not really sure what's what's going to happen in the next three yeah. episodes and how much is going to happen there in the next three episodes. There is one small cutaway shot in this episode that lots of people online are running with the, because they think it leads to a theory slash rumour online and possibly a leak about a certain character that might appear in the show that I will not say out loud in case you don't know this uh, because if it's true... I'm going to be. So, I said this last time. I'm going to be so happy if it's true. And are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we talking about maybe, uh, uh, Kingpin? Maybe. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. They're like that's. Yeah. That's. It's. It's. It's like the the shot of the mysterious gentleman in a suit where you can only see his yeah, you leg see, like, and arm. Nothing of him, and then you see his Isn't very it? sort of slightly chubby white hand, um, like caress her cheek yeah. when she's in the dojo and you'd imagine that if um yeah to be, to be fair i don't know to be fair if he is in this i doubt i doubt he'd be a the main villain he, he'd he be a setup for a spider-man 4 or yeah. a Daredevil or if something like that yeah it's like if they if they actually like reveal him in this it'll be more like a thing of he is he has arrived look forward to what we're gonna do next with him but yeah that was like the first thing you know that like i thought when that happened i was like i i'd be surprised if that isn't good old wilson what what, what, what would you do though if otherwise, it was and it wasn't vincent d'onofrio um i don't think they would do that though no i don't think they would that either would be... but like if it wasn't Vincent D'Onofrio, the amount of, like, shit they would get online would be absolutely unreal. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I, I, I doubt it would happen, but if, if it does happen, and, you know, if it's still a good portrayal, I, I wouldn't really mind. <laughs> you know, it'll, it'll, it'll be a shame to not, you know, have him back because he was fantastic in, in that role. But, you know, if there's, like, another actor who's, you know, 
good as well for like the MCU stuff, then eh, eh. yeah, be slightly disappointed. But you know, I think if they were to replace, still him, looking forward like, to it. Trying to pro- like whoever had the job of replacing him, and uh, like finding the person to replace him would be like an insurmountable task. Like I can't think of a single actor that's like a big name or anything that could do that as well. So you'd definitely be finding someone that's a complete like no name. In which case, you then piss off yeah. a lot of people. Because it's not Vincent D'Orofrio, it's just some <laughs> yeah. no-name guy. Yeah. <laughs> people I don't know can't be good actors. No, of course they can't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, if, 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 you know, that's not a tease at Kingpin, I have no idea why they shot that, it's a, yeah, it's you know, that, like, weirdly. Yeah, it'll it'll be like a really weird shot to be just like right in this for this shot we're gonna have this random hand come in. <laughs> On the other hand, <laughs> maybe maybe this is like how 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 they have to get around to like shoot stuff um with the uh, a Netflix Marvel cast. So so maybe you know they can they can only use like arms and legs. <laughs> so so this is this is how we'll see Wilson Fisk in the MCU. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie like Fox he'll 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 be he'll be a, he'll, he'll no be a big villain going forward and all you see is just like weirdly framed shots of his hands emoting <laughs> he, he's going to be the bad guy of spider-man 4 but anytime he is in a scene it's just all like first person from his perspective and it's <laughs> yeah. just his hands and then like if oh, you bring in daredevil as well it's all first person from his perspective but it's just it's just a black <laughs> screen or just like every time they're on screen, they're just like randomly obscured by some objects that are just in frame, and you can just see like their hands sticking out on each side. Like he's always standing behind like a massive tree. Quick question: What? Yeah. Was Kate's mother in this episode? She wasn't, was she? Um, no, no, I don't know. Even Jack no, doesn't appear I until like the very final shot. Yeah, no, no, yeah, because, like, the only time when they were actually, like, back at the apartment, it's, yeah, it's, like, the final scene. Yeah. I, um, I, I was, all of the stuff with, like, the modern day stuff, uh, I, I think is, is like, it's really, it's really interesting, and I like the, um, sort of direction they're taking it, especially, like, all of the, like, stuff they're, like, actually leaning into with, um, like, Hawkeye's deafness. Like, when, in the first episode, when they get, when, like, his daughter leans over and is, like, have you turned off your hearing aid? And he's like, oh, sorry. I was expecting it to just be a complete throwaway, like, oh, he's deaf now. He's more comic accurate, look. But, like, the fact they're actually tying it into, like, the story and then tying it into Echo as well, and, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's uh, I like, I, I, what I said, um... It's like what I said last week. It's like you know, like it 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 makes sense that you you know you have like a villain who's like deaf, and you have like a main protagonist who's also now you know hard of hearing or like essentially deaf without his hearing aid. So obviously you know it makes sense to use both these things together to you know create some create some nice things. And yeah, I I I liked it. It was it was used in a. Uh, a creative uh, a way, you know, during like the entire chase sequence where he just can't hear shit, and yet you know the two of them still work together because you know they're even though they they annoy each other a lot or like she annoys him a lot, they still kind of you know work quite well as a team. So that was fun. Yeah, I, I was. I really loved the scene. Like after they fin, they get like f- 
jump off the bridge and they swing round onto the train and they get on the train and they're just sat there and Kate's like, we should walk the dog. And and then Hawkeye just starts babbling yeah. on about some like threat and then at the end he's like, we should walk the dog. I was like, this is yeah, a nice yeah. moment. I like yeah, it's like yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun. And then like the 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 scene with like him on the phone with his son was 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 quite nice or like quite quite good on like a a more serious emotional level. It was there was a it was a good scene there. Yeah, I I know they managed to um, uh, hide a little bit of their of the sort of um, deafness that Hawkeye was sort of experiencing in this episode because the clip. Uh, the the part of the episode where they escape from the tracksuit mafia and pick a car and then they get in the car and they start driving away like the first chunk of that was a clip that they released on youtube about two or three weeks ago and i watched it uh Mm -hmm. but all of the bits where like it's from like kate's part of like point of view of it and she's or uh, hawkeye's point of view and he's like you get like the the like rumbling where he can't hear anything that's all gone and it's just a it's a completely normal oh. scene, but they're still saying the exact same lines of dialogue. So when he when he's just like I can't hear you, but he, he they're just talking normally to each other, and there's no way to tell. So it's just like is he is he deaf in this now? Oh, that's that's interesting. I I, I haven't seen that. Yes. Yeah. So I, 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 I might I might I might have a look at that. But yeah, that's that's. So I think it's like the that's, first that's two an minutes interesting... of the car chase. Sure, yeah, that's like an interesting choice to like try to keep his deafness a secret, but then also releasing a clip that you know, context-wise, very much like plays with the idea of he's deaf and he can't hear her. <laughs> it's like maybe maybe choose another clip. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe don't choose the one where he's literally just like you know I got no idea what you're saying. No, I'm looking at you. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at you right here. There's nothing in between us. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> we need to hide that Hawkeye's deaf, so let's reduce the ringing sound. And now he's just an idiot, randomly screaming at another person that he can't hear, and we don't know why. I don't want people to know he's deaf. Let's show the shot of him having his uh, his hearing aid pulled out and trodden on. <laughs> oh, side side oh. note about that. When they're sort of sat on the the uh, road. And they're waiting by a house for somebody to turn up so they can get his hearing aid fixed. And she, like, Kate sends him a text, like, um, what does it say? It's something like, uh, uh, without, you, oh, if you can't hear, you shouldn't be hawk eye, you should be hawk ear or something stupid like that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's, 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 it's like, it's like, oh, lucky, like, lucky they didn't call you, like, they called you hawk eye and not hawk yeah, ear or something like um, that. Like, when they get up and they're like, oh, we really need you to, like, fix these, uh, this hearing aid, like, now, please. Like, was I the only one that just sort of was like, this feels like they're introducing a new character that's going to be, like, a tech head that, like, fixes stuff for superheroes? And then they just glossed over it? Yeah. Like, could they not have just gone to a random person for that? A random shop? This is, yeah, this is, like, this is, like, another thing of this show, like, weirdly not setting things up or not setting scenes up because it's, like, starts with them sitting in front of the door. So I was like, right, you know, they're they're just having a break, you know, maybe they're, like, catching up. So, you know, as as a viewer, you don't know they're waiting for someone. And then, you know, they randomly really text and then, you know, like another person appears and it's and like, it's like, oh, you're sitting in front of my door. And I was like, right, where this is, where's this going? And then they're like, we really need your help to fix the hearing. And I'm like, oh, so now they're in front of like a 
person who can fix hearing aids and then the scene just ends and it's like something like it's 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 like the same thing with you know some of the like um stuff of establishing that kate works for like her mom's security company which also is just weirdly established and like weirdly reverse established or something and it's like yeah it's again one of those where yeah it's it's it, it just feels weird because again, yeah, it, it it feels like there should be something more after this. And, you know, you get like, like I said, like a side character and then the scene just ends and his hearing aid is fixed and we'll probably never see that doctor person again. Yeah, no, I, I, like, they get up and they like, speak to her and she's like, oh, can you fix this? And I was expecting them to go into like her apartment and her apartment to be, to be like some like covert shield thing. And she was going to be like, okay, here you go. Here's some new sets of like shield spec hearing aids that are like super like strength compared to like uh, normal stuff and here's like oh here's all your here's a refresh of all the arrows you've just used uh here's like a new bow so that you like have some new gear and here's all that stuff and it's like no she's just a little old lady she's just yeah yeah it's yeah it's just oh oh you're, you're in front of my door oh yeah no sorry we need you to fix this hearing aid okay uh, and we're off. i guess cool okay let's go, let's go get <laughs> coffee let's go, we'll go have a cup of coffee we'll go i do i do yeah, like, it's like every time like kate as a character is just like rambling on about something and you you can like i i i, I really like like jeremy renner's like acting in those scenes where he's very clearly like even like not as an acting thing he's just not listening he genuinely isn't listening but like, you can tell that he's just there like like he's because he, i think in that in like that cafe he is like staring at someone off screen or he's looking away and i guarantee you in like the filming of that he's looking at someone and someone's like yeah she's finished a sentence you can like, you can do your bit now because it would probably help deliver a better performance but i really like that like, her, yeah. her responses as well i I'm, I'm a big fan of this duo so far yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, they're they they're, they're quite good dynamic uh, together, and like, yeah, all of their interactions and like scenes together are like very, yeah, they 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 work, they work, and it's then yeah, stuff stuff like, he's got his hearing aid back there in the cafe, but he still like hasn't turned it on because she's just chatting shit and he just doesn't want to listen to her, because she is just, just a good. normal twenty two year old that can't shut the fuck up about things she likes. He's yeah. so dealt with all of it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah, that's probably like my favorite part of all of this is like the the two of them because I think yeah they 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 work well together. Um, I like Kate Bishop as a character and and Haley Steinfeld's portrayal. It's very fun. It's very cool. So yeah, they they they're definitely succeeding on that front of it. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of uh, villains, I say villains. Villains in quotation marks. Um. Florence yeah. Pugh, Yelena Belova, Black Widow, she's set up to come in as like an assassin to hunt him down, possibly. Does possibly do, do we, yeah? Do we think she's going to come in and start working with Echo, or is she just going to be some exterior motive that turns up for ten minutes and is gone again? Yeah. Again, I I think it'll be a thing of, you know, Echo and Hawkeye will have to reluctantly team up to fight someone else but Echo obviously finds out that Hawkeye is Ronin and then in the last episode in the last 10 minutes um, 
for some reason, Echo will meet up with Yelena, and then there'll be like a thing of, let's team up to kill Hawkeye, and that'll be her involvement in this. I doubt it'll be a big role, and they're going to keep that plot line for something not Christmas related. So do you think that the Echo TV show itself will be Echo and Yelena as like a tag mm. team, like hunting down Hawkeye? That could be, yeah. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, that could probably work. Or, I don't know. Maybe Hawkeye dies next episode. You never know. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I just don't think, because it's like, they're not going to be able to cram in another, like, plot of Yelena showing up and hunting down Hawkeye in, like, three more episodes. That would just not really work. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. I'd, I'd love to see... If they, if they did decide that the Echo series was going to be her and Yelena hunting down Hawkeye, that'd be quite, like, an interesting, like, dynamic. Because, obviously... You see Hawkeye solely as a hero character in the MCU, at least, mostly. So to then be following a series where your like protagonist characters are essentially hunting down someone that you know has done wrong things, but is still in your eyes a good character. <laughs> you mean like Last of Us Part 2? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> <But> that... <laughs> We sure Neil Druckmann didn't write this series. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's yeah, that's that's that 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 would be like an interesting premise for a show. But the other hand is, would they do that? You know, like, would 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 they try and do that? And would people actually want to watch that? <laughs> well, that's that's my that's my sort of weird concern with like when they announced all of the like, um new Marvel Disney Plus series, like it was Moon Knight with Oscar Isaac, okay? Moon Knight's a kind of cool character. Oscar Isaac's a really big draw. She-Hulk has got... They're bringing in Mark Ruffalo, and it's got this weird, like... They've said it's going to be like a 30-minute sitcom, like, um, procedural, like, lawyer drama thing. So that's oh, got... They? Yeah, I, so I, that's I got, like, that. a unique selling point. It's got Mark Ruffalo to bring people in. It's got the Hulk as a character. Miss Marvel has got like all of the marvel like connections it's got the fact that kamala khan would be the first i think the first in the mcu i can't remember if there's one i don't know if there's one in eternals uh would be the first like muslim uh hero and she's a younger sort of character i think she's like 16 so you've got these like entry points that are all quite like unique and then you've got echo who like she has like unique selling points in that she is uh well, I said this that, this that I was gonna say like she's a diversity thing. That's like that's selling her short. But like, as a character, Echo, all we know is she's deaf and she's a good fighter. So she's not apart from the fact that she's deaf. There's not as many unique points to her like character that we know of yet that like make her stand out. She's not got like Hulk strength. She's not got Miss Marvel superpowers. She's not got. Moon Knight's weird PTSD, multiple personalities sort of stuff. So, like, yeah, what, it's... What is, like, why? 
there must be something yeah must have that a is plan just the there. thing of you know you, you make a spin-off show about a character but then you're already exploring that character and like their backstory and their motivations in this show so like what's actually left to tell rather than to just throw her into the mcu and use that show to set up more things <laughs> yeah i wonder i wonder if it become like the the echo show ends up becoming like uh, a center point for something we don't know yet like um like there's all the connecting tissue for uh like yelena got recruited by um hold on i'll remember her name uh contessa valentina uh there's like four more parts to it contessa valentina <laughs> something something the third i think or something sort of... i think contessa valentina is is, is pretty good yeah okay <laughs> uh we, so like she's recruited yelena she, there's a connection to uh u.s agent in winter and falcon and the winter soldier does she turn yeah. up in this and recruit echo and does echo then become like a central point for that storyline that they're building up and then branch off from there and it's like yeah. that, that's the weird one that's uh, interestingly one i'm really intrigued for but like probably not for the reasons marvel would want me to be <laughs> strange one yeah strange yeah one. it's yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely i mean it's, it's it's i think it's one of those where you just need to wait and see how this area of the mcu how they're gonna develop that because I think right now there's just nothing really, you know, either in Hawkeye or, you know, even like in, in Falcon Winter Soldier, really, that leads to anything. But I think there must be something that connects these more non-crazy, you know, superpower shows. Like, there, there, there must be some goal that they're, you know, building towards with, you know, Black Widow, Falcon Winter Soldier, and then now Hawkeye and the, and the Echo spin-off show. I just don't think that we know it yet because they haven't revealed the bigger plan for it yet yeah so, no, normally like when a lot of the like theorizing is done obviously they're bringing in external information like we know that this series is coming with these characters so we can probably guess where they're going to tie in later but because we've only really got certain shows and we've got like all of the films that we know are coming are kind of like either multiversal or like space like it's yeah the next ones are spider-man doctor strange and thor so yeah you know it's it's an interesting one and i i, I kind of yeah i kind of don't know i wonder if it will end up tying into like there's loads of rumors for like the young avengers i wonder if they could end up doing like young avengers versus um all of the weird people that are being being recruited yeah, I mean, there there must be building something with like the people that Contessa Valentina is recruiting. Like, there must be something of like, let's build like this league of, not you know, not like villain characters, but like morally questionable characters that still have good traits, that may or may not be like used for darker stuff or like more evil side stuff, but. You also sympathize with them because you know you 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 know that these are not like evil people. So so that I don't know, that could be that could be you know interesting to see how how they develop that. So kind of like yeah like you you have like 
your ground scale serialized version of like civil war stuff of like all these characters are fighting each other but you don't know which side you want to take because you know they're all kind of good but they've all some got of them the, are all of their less good are, than others all of their morals are pointing north on the compass based on what they believe to be correct and most of them are at least you know morally right questionable but also yeah you can agree with them yeah yeah so it's it's it's, it's like the thing about even like with, with this show with like echo because you know she's obviously set up to be like a, a, a villainous figure you know she's she's the head of you know the tracksuit mafia which we haven't really seen them do that much evil stuff and you know they seem kind of chill but you know they're obviously set out to be like these are not really good people. One of but then again, it's also this weird dragons. thing of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's also like this. This is this weird thing of you know. It's 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 strange because we yeah we haven't seen anything what they actually do rather than the stuff that you know Hawkeye tells me and Kate. <laughs> But it's like they 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 don't really feel like a villainous evil force, which is kind of weird. They're just kind of there, and I don't know who they are. And apparently they're bad. But all I've seen is just kind of like slightly incompetent gangsters who wear tracksuits and like imagine dragons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's two things that you could sort of take from that. First question, actually. Is I could have sworn in Endgame they said that when Hawkeye was Ronin, he was masquerading as Ronin around Japan, and that's why he was he took the name Ronin because I thought he was worldwide. Oh, maybe I I I, I could I think I, I, thought I was... think in like the the news report stuff when like the Ronin scene happens, or, like when they talk about it, it's like a thing of oh, there's been like worldwide attacks on like gangsters or some shit oh, okay. and then he currently just was in japan because of the yakuza it's a cool scene <laughs> yeah yeah uh, the other one was I, w I wonder if it's sort of relating to that one of the reasons that echo as a character is so like uh hell-bent on revenge against ronin is because of like an overkill like ronin like went in and like just like slaughtered all of these tracksuit mafia but from what we've seen they are kind of incompetent and don't really do much so maybe they yeah they're just like low-life thugs and he's gone in with a sword and just gutted half of them just because yeah thugs, because yeah when a normal hero it's would like, just send him to prison you know like like we 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 know that you know all of this might be you know connected to like kingpin because from what you can gather it's like her dad was working for him yeah they and keep, like they her keep dad saying, was part of they kept calling was, was, the boss was, was her dad like part of the tracksuits then yeah when he dies you can see him in the red yeah um, so there's obviously like a connection that you know these tracksuits are working for like quite a high criminal mastermind but then again it's like the thing of you know people who who don't know that connection that they haven't like state at that connection properly like yeah they're, they're they're just like a group of incompetent like criminal wannabes <laughs> and then you just have like this this 
masked, suited-up man just coming in and just murdering everyone. <laughs> yeah, because if I remember correctly, in the episode, when Echo is talking to the other guy that can actually do sign language, uh, I can't remember thinking mm-hmm. of him a name, he says something along the lines of, um, you guys are reporting to... I feel like, I'm pretty sure they're calling the guy like above, like in charge, uncle, and... He mentioned yeah. something along the lines of the reason that he was after the tracksuit, that Ronin was after the tracksuit mafia, was after he cut off supply lines in Japan for like drugs or something. And yeah. that upset Uncle, who we assume to be, hopefully, Vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah that, 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 that would be like a different uh, or, or, or an interesting thing of if they actually, you know, address it in the way of. Yeah, you know, this is clearly Hawkeye going so off the rails that he's, even though he's, like, saying, oh, I'm killing bad people, like, in this case, he just murdered all these people who, you know, are, you know, not on the right side of the law, but also, like, aren't really hurting anyone because they're just kind of, like, the lowest of the low. (laughs) Yeah, they were just, like, the thugs that are, like, for all we know, like, in the location that he's, like, we see him murdering people, it's just, like, a warehouse like, for all we know, the people that yeah. he's just gone around slaughtering were just the people that the drugs drugs come in from Japan, they package him up and move him on. They don't harm people, they don't do anything, they're just there yeah, to just facilitate like the movement. A, a bunch of, like, down-on-the-look people who, you know, don't really have a choice and, you know, they kind of have to do this even though they would rather go to Imagine Dragons concerts and... <laughs> I did love as well that Kate was just like, you know, you should probably apologize to your girlfriend because those tickets were very clearly for you. If she's oh, like, yeah. imagine well, that. Like, <laughs> one, one of the things I like, I, I think I actually wrote that down because I wanted to bring it up is how, how how much do you think you have to pay Imagine Dragons to just shit on them in your like high <laughs> budget Marvel show? <laughs> like, what are the rules here? Do you need to like get permission and be like, hey, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a joke in there and we're gonna shit on your music and we're gonna like make a joke on your expense and say your music is awful <laughs> is that right with you <laughs> I, d- I don't even know if you'd have to ask them for that because like <laughs> like would you I, I don't know i've never thought about that like oh, i know obviously you have to pay them <laughs> if you're going to play the music but because they didn't ever play the music do they have to like yeah. <laughs> can you imagine like, the, lead, the lead singers just like watching the episode fresh on a wednesday morning or wednesday evening or whenever it comes out in america and he's <laughs> yeah. just chilling there like I, I, we're going to an Imagine Dragons concert, and he's like, "Oh my god, me! Why are you going to an Imagine Dragons yeah, concert?" No, no, no. Shit. Yeah, and he's Aww. like, oh, that's, "That's that's a nice little nod," and then it just continues, and it's just very clear that it's just a joke at like their expense. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was I was I was just wondering, I was like, you know, they like get in touch, and they were like, "Hey, uh, Imagine Dragons, <laughs> um, just we we we're, we're gonna have like a nice little reference to your band and like our new Hawkeye show. Is that cool?" And he's like, "Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I love Marvel. <laughs> Hawkeye's my favorite character." <laughs> it's just Kevin Feige himself calls up the lead singer, like, "Hey, just so you know, we're you're gonna be referencing Hawkeye. Big fans, by the way, big fans." <laughs> he just puts the phone down. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just like imagining like the entire band, you know, like knowing that it, like the reference will come up in episode three, and they just like assemble all together, and like the their living families room. are there. They've got maybe like, if they've got <laughs> yeah. kids, they're there watching the episode. There's like twenty of them all gathered around a like seventy inch TV. Like it's coming soon, guys. 
there's just like an awkward silence. <laughs> I would imagine Dragons like a commonly like shit upon band. Like I know they're like, I love their first album and like some of their other stuff, but like I didn't think, I think... people hated them that much. No, yeah, my, like I, I, I quite like them. I think they're like, I, I think it's just the case because like they, they became like quite really popular, and you know everything that's suddenly really, really popular, and then you know they, they get used a lot in like ads and you know stuff like that, TV ads, film ads, films, shows, like bloody um, that uh, League of Legends show Arcane um uses them. I mean, I think League of Legends uses them quite a lot for like music videos. And they're in that show as like an actual cameo and they wrote a song for it. So I think it's just a case of they're kind of everywhere. So people naturally don't like that. So I think they, they hate on them a bit. But I, to watch I don't mind them. I'm, I'm looking forward to Arcane. I need to. Yes, you should. That's my next list. I need to finish. In, I'm going to finish Invincible later because I'm like a year behind on that. Uh, and, then, <clears throat> and then I'll start Arcane. Also, also starring Hayley Steinfeld. <laughs> what, in Arcane? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is she, what, she's, is she, she's voicing the main character. Oh. Is it, what is it, Jinx? No. Yeah. Another one. That's uh, Jinx is the only thing I know about League of Legends. I've never played it. <laughs> I played a couple of games of Dota many years ago and it was such an awful experience I never went back. <laughs> I played a lot of Heroes yeah, of the so, Storm, uh, so, but... so, so basically, this is like a weird full circle where Kylie Steinfeld is shitting on Imagine Dragons even though she stars in another show that also stars Imagine Dragons. <laughs> it's full circle. Like, the little dragon reference that we get at the start of this episode in the flashback, which is definitely a Shang-Chi reference. I, I mean, could be. He's literally on about dragons He's... from another world. Come on. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're all dragons. Maybe Echo is a dragon. To be fair, I, at some point in the MCU, we're going to get a character that turns out to be, like, able to shapeshift into a dragon. Like, it's happening. That's... <laughs> no way in hell is that not... I wouldn't be shocked if that's what happened, if there's a character in the in Shang-Chi 2 that just so happens to be, Honestly, like, the human embodiment if, of a dragon. If it turns out that her dad calling her a little dragon is actually, like, meant to be taken literal, and in the final episode, in the final fight, she just transforms into a dragon. <laughs> it would instantly be my favourite show of them all. <laughs> She's just there, like, in the middle of, like, the final fight. Everyone around <laughs> her is, like, broken and beaten, and then, uh, like, a very literal, like, really poorly done ghost of her dad turns up and just, he looks at her, <laughs> he nods and goes big dragon and she just turns into a dragon <laughs> i think i think i think this is this is what people expect the least but everyone wants is that the hawkeye show's final episode <laughs> during like christmas ends with hawkeye and kate bishop riding a massive dragon into battle against uh, uh jack in full fencing gear <laughs> This is what we need. <laughs> but Jack is riding on the back of Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just giving him a piggyback. <laughs> um, speaking of weird... So, um, so, 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 so if that doesn't happen, I will be very disappointed in this show. Speaking of uh, tangential connections to uh, the rest of the MCU, um, we got the, the producer of this show confirmed uh, the other day that... Uh, this series does not take place at the end of 2025. Uh, it takes place at the end of 2024. 
there had been a slight I, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, because because it's like, well, I think one of the trailers had, like, a thing that says, oh, happy, like, new year 2025, so obviously yeah, it, like, takes like place to the run-up to um, 2025. So this film now takes place, this series now takes place, like, I think they say it's something, like, three months after Far From Home, after Spider-Man. So theoretically, yeah, it also takes place straight after No Way Home. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's sort of thing that people were like confused about when you know they they published the the time frame of it because it's like, but like No Way Home is supposed to be the game changer, so if this takes place after No Way Home and no one references the events of No Way Home. Then can we assume that No Way Home is actually quite insignificant, <laughs> or um, not as big as they make it out to be? Have you ever seen Agents of Shield? No. Okay. Um, I won't. I won't bother with spoilers for the first season. A because the first season of Agents of Shield is bad. B. I know. I will also probably never watch it. B. I know you'll never watch ev- it. And see, it's yeah. Like because eight every years old. every time I want to, I look at the episode number and I get intimidated and I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there's like what. Uh, 20 episodes like a season, seasons and there's seven seasons. Shit, yeah. yeah, there's something stupid like 190 episodes or something stupid like that. Ridiculous. Uh, but <laughs> the first season, I mean, admittedly, the first season, the first season ends essentially like three episodes from the end, uh, is where the Winter Soldier came out. So the final three episodes, suddenly you've got all of these Shield agents that you've grown to quite like, suddenly are on the run. And for the final three episodes, they are, like, suddenly, like, dealing with the events of the Winter Soldier. Like, and it makes... Yeah. Logistically, from a story perspective of the, of the show, no sense. If you've never seen the Winter Soldier, <laughs> you've got no idea what's going on. Yeah. But I would... I would... I wonder if, like, Marvel would ever do something that stupid again. And maybe for the six... They do five episodes of Hawkeye, and in the sixth episode, they just turn around and just go, You know what? It's time to pull out the big guns, and suddenly all of the events of No Way Home like happen like in between episode I mean, five and six. <laughs> like, in a way, it would be cool because it's like it's a connected universe. So, in a way, you know, it 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 could happen, and it would be kind of like realistic that you know this story threat isn't allowed to play out because Doctor Strange and Spider Man fuck up the multiverse, and that just effectively cuts off the complete like Hawkeye storyline because they fuck up. Like it, it would be completely you know unfulfilling from like a <laughs> narrative point of view, but it would also be kind of sick. <laughs> um, can you imagine the amount of like distress you would cause if you were just like here's five episodes of Hawkeye yeah. and Kate? It's it's heartwarming, it's wholesome. There's a dog, there's larping, there's bows and arrows, and then at the end of episode five, <laughs> Spider Man swings in. There's an explosion of color, and in the start of the sixth episode, Clint turns around and looks at Kate and goes, "Who the hell are you?" <laughs> And suddenly they're just like, what were the five episodes for? But you know, like for, for for example, let's let's say Hawkeye would have you know released during the like run up to Infinity War and like taken place at the same time, and you have like four episodes of like fun Hawkeye stuff, and then Infinity War happens, and then suddenly half your cast is dead, and it just can't continue its story anymore because it's effectively soft locked the Hawkeye storyline. <laughs> And the other two episodes is just like <laughs> them trying to pick up the pieces and be like, oh, well, I guess we're not finishing those character hacks. What, what if you just would be kind of cool? What, what if you were to like take it to the like extreme and you say you had it so like, 
six episodes of Hawkeye. Episode, at the end of episode four, Hawkeye gets, like, taken out. Uh, he's out of action. So Kate becomes the de facto, like, leader. She's in charge. At the end of episode, like, five, she, they're like, right, we're going to go face off against um, Jack. And then right in the final fight in episode six, or, like, oh, they, they, they fight at the end of episode five. Uh, and during the fight, the snap happens. So Jack gets turned to dust. And Kate is still like, okay, what's going on? You have all of the five years of the snap. You have Kate go through like Endgame, uh, and she, and then at the end of Endgame, when everyone's coming back, she's like, "Wait a second, I was in the middle of something before all of this." So episode six takes <laughs> just, place. It just after, resumes. Yeah. So episode six takes place after Endgame, and and Jack's just there, like, "Ha ha!" as he comes back, and Kate is suddenly like five years older, and like, uh, like ten times as powerful, and like before the snap, she was like getting her ass handed to her. And then she, they come back and she's just there like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, would be, would be awful from, you know, like every story, script writing and narrative or like character perspective. Like I, but it would be kind of like realistic, you know? <laughs> I'm 100% sure that that's a thing that they do in comics. Like actually in the comics, I'm 100% sure that I have read comics where um, like it'll be like issue 70 and it ends with, like, a fight that gets interrupted by the world about to explode, and you come back at the start of <laughs> issue 71, and they completely skipped over that because all of that happened in Justice League 40 to 50. And you were there like... Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Why has the Green yeah, Arrow It's always an interesting gone thing, because, like, I've, I've... Oh, wait, no, he's always gone. I, I, I actually can't remember what, but I've, I've, I've definitely watched, like, some shows that, not to that extent... But at least, you know, did establish character arcs and then just cut them short because they just killed off that character. Not because of, you know, any, I don't know, like production reasons, but because that was like the point of like, we just have these characters with character arcs, but they're all like, they're, they're, they're not supposed to be real characters and now they're all dead. And it, and, it, and it can work if it's done well. Like it's 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 not satisfying because, you know, you kind of want to see your characters and stories through but it's also you know this cool thing of oh now they're just dead and now you know whatever they set out to do or whatever they struggled with is just not important anymore yeah and it can be cool if it's done right there's one <laughs> there's one specific example that is coming to my mind but i can't think what it actually is it might was it game of, it might be in game of thrones i feel like game of thrones is definitely something that's done that is just kill off a character probably yeah and because they're now dead like yeah. all of the other stuff they were dealing with whatever yeah I mean, like, technically, like, Ned Stark's story isn't completely finished because he essentially gets killed off right when he uncovers the big plot. So, obviously, in, you know, a normally structured through story, he would finish that arc by, you know, revealing the, the, the fun incest that's happening and then you know you, you resolve <laughs> that but obviously you know <laughs> that gets cut short so yeah, it's definitely like an example for I've, I've definitely seen oh. something that like does it to an extreme yeah excuse me did you did you just say the fun incest that's happening <laughs> well yeah i'm like trying I'm, I'm 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 trying to bring up these mature adult themes but also keep it kind of fun and family friendly <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pr properly family friendly if you are specific. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, okay. <laughs> anyway, Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow, what a way to... What a, I, think we'll, we'll think, I think we'll end it on an incest joke, Burke. How, how does that sound? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> that will not be my legacy. Now, I think um, a couple of things that I still want to say <laughs> is, A, um, that the beginning of the car chase, that, like, one take that, like, rotates around inside oh, the lovely. car was very cool. That was great. I really liked that, and I was sad that, you know, if they didn't keep that up. Yep. That, that would have been amazing. But yeah, that was that was really, really cool. And I like that. As we discussed um, earlier... I mean, that entire chase... They've got... Yeah. The, as we discussed earlier, their budget is very grounded for this. They had about 30 seconds of yeah. one take and that's it. That's all that's their max. Yeah. Uh, but like that, you know, that, that entire chase was fun. Like, you got all of his fun, you know, trick arrow shenanigans and, you know, loads of creative stuff. We got, like, the fun um, Hank Pym giant arrow. Oh, I forgot about cool. the Hank Pym giant arrow. That's, that was very clever. I was a big fan of that. Yeah. But then, like, the, the, the other thing I was like, because there's, like, that, that one bit where, you know... Kate draws like one of his arrows and doesn't know what it does and just shoots it and like the fucking car just explodes and it kind of glosses over that she's definitely like killed everyone in that car. Yeah, because that's the van. Like, isn't that the van that like right at the beginning of the chase like pulls in front of them and the back shutter opens and it's got like four guys in it just shooting at them. Yeah, because like if even like when like the van's like burning, like there's another car driving by and like all of like the mafia guys inside just look at it and they're like, yeah, because I I assumed when that happened it would be like oh shit is this like the turning point where you know it's all fun and games and then she like accidentally grabs the fucking explosive arrow and you know shit just turns serious because she suddenly realized oh fuck I've. I've I've blown up a van and I've possibly killed like three to four people, but it just glosses over it in a way, and it's just like it just continues to be fun and games, and it's like, well, you just became a murderer. <laughs> why do I get the strange, why do I get the strangest feeling that like in a later episode we're gonna have an entire like moment built around like the fact that uh, like Kate is gonna have to like do something that's completely out of line, and it's gonna completely ignore the fact that she's murdered four people. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it feels like I just because they they had that entire conversation where Hawkeye uh, like Clint to her in the cafe is like like this this job is not all like roses and she's like oh but it's a co- got cool arrows and a cool suit and he's like no there are sacrifices you have to make and choices you have to make and she's like now nah, it'd be fine yeah so but like she's gonna have to but, make but then that again, yeah but she's already like been pretty unfazed like she's she's been beating people up with bottles you know she was like in that warehouse and you know there was hawkeye and he was like shooting at people possibly killing them she blew people up and all of that and she's you know she's she's fine with all of that so it would feel really weird if suddenly her character is like oh god what am i doing you you could argue that all of those things so far have kind of been self-defense and that you could make it a moment in a later episode where it's like she has to make a very deliberate choice to like take someone out and if she doesn't, like, Clint dies or yeah. something happens. But I don't know, because, like, all of this feels like, you know, we're halfway through and this is, like, a very light-hearted show. True. Like, it's it's very clearly, you know, not very... Like, it has, you know, some more serious moments and, you know, some more, you know, serious character moments in it. But overall, it's, like, a very light-hearted, silly show of, like, you know, you have, like, new, like, bubbly Kate Bishop and, you know trying out all these gadgets and stuff and there's christmas and fun christmas music and you know fun fight scenes and you know silly tracksuit mafia antagonists so all of it is you know like very yeah like very light-hearted so it, it 
I don't know if they actually would, you know, go for a such a shift in tone and suddenly be like, yeah, now Kate Bishop has to deal with all the people she slaughtered or has to deal with a situation <laughs> where, you know, she has to sacrifice, I don't know, the dog or Clint. <laughs> that's that's what this series is. This series is going to end at the end. It's going to... Uh, all of the story is going to be wrapped up by the end of um, episode five. Episode six is just going to be uh, Clint and all of his family at home for Christmas. And he's going to have invited Kate, but she's going to be sat in the corner with PTSD. She's just like drinking a glass <laughs> of wine, just like, oh my no. God, what have I done? <laughs> The like the like big moral dilemma at the final episode will be like the only way to save Clint and his family is for Kate to shoot an arrow through the dog. <laughs> There's a reason he's missing an eye into already. like another target. There's a reason he's already missing an eye. It's a target. <laughs> it's like the only way you can save me is if you shoot this dog piercing arrow through the dog and into the bad guy. <laughs> dog piercing arrow. <laughs> amazing um but yeah I, the, the, the other thing i like want to say it's like again we're halfway through nothing much has really happened <laughs> like it's very strange but this doesn't feel like a halfway point of a show like it, it, it i i still feel like we're like in a setup bit kind of like we're still setting up the world the characters and the plot Kind of, mainly because I think, it the, I like Echo as a character so far, but she doesn't feel the most villainous. The tracksuit mafia doesn't feel particularly villainous, and Jack as a character, we think maybe murdered that guy with a sword. We don't really have yeah, a villain. Yeah, it's so like far. Jack. Jack has something to hide, but he hasn't had like any proper screen time or presence to actually like make him feel significant in no, a way. We've got antagonists, but no like focal villain, and it's it it's kind yeah, of yeah because because all of this it kind of feels like you know this episode or like these three episodes feel like you know a a longer first episode, and if you would cut them down a bit, you could have like one. Or maybe two, but like one episode, which is like you know, we we establish our our characters, we establish some mystery. You know, there's a there's a murder, there's a there's a there's a mafia organized crime gang. You know, our our heroes meet, they they banter. You know, there's like a, a little brawl, and then they get abducted, and then they escape, and that's the end of the first episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I did say that the first episode ended on like a really weird like note. With like and weird editing choices, yeah. so I wonder if like there was massive restructuring. Yeah, yeah, that's it's just an open like thing because if you like compare it to you know the other shows that we've had, if you compare it to you know Wonder Vision, like where after three episodes, you know we've like they've already established quite a lot of of mystery, and in that case, and you know quite a lot of of open questions and quite a lot of intrigue. Or you have Falcon and Winter Soldier, which at its third episode was already like very deep down into its like, uh, uh you know, plot and intrigue and uh, uh you know, uh, um, U.S. agent stuff. Or then even like compared to Loki, where you know after three episodes, there's already like a shit ton has actually like happened. Yeah, like like well, Wonder Vision basically doesn't tell you who the villain is until the end. Well, it doesn't yeah. outright. You can work it out. But by by episode three, you like I think Wanda's doing this. I think Wanda might be the bad guy, but it never outright says it. Falcon and the Winter yeah. Soldier like has 
like it has the flag smashers it has us agent it's more typical and loki from the outset from the end of the first episode is like there's a creepy person that's like killing things and going through time and doing things there's your bad guy and i think actually is it episode three where they get stranded on um where loki and sylvie uh, are stranded on that episode and they're like searching for a, that ship off of that planet I think, I think yeah, it's episode. either episode three, episode four. I don't know which which one of them it is, but yeah, but it's 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 certainly you know it's like like Loki, you know, it already had like a lot of plot has happened in the yeah. first three episodes. Like a shit ton has already happened. Same with like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like a lot of plot has already happened, and with Wonder Vision, like we've all like there was all like even in those three very you know sitcom episodes, like we've already had a lot of like character progression in there. And a lot of like mystery setup with this one, like I kind of feel like there's neither a lot of plot that's been actually happening, but there's also not really been that much character progression that's been happening, and that's kind that kind of leaves it in this like weird thing of, yeah, no, nothing's really going on. It's like same what you said earlier. It's like this episode is just essentially like one lengthy escape section with some flashbacks, yeah. and it has some you know. It has some fun character ban- banter, but it doesn't really do anything apart from just one or two scenes where it, you know, sits down with the characters and, you know, lets them deal a bit with their problems. But overall, like, there's, there's not really anything that, you know, like, the, it, we're kind of still at the same spot as in episode one, as in someone got murdered, Jack might be a villain, and there's also the tracksuit mafia who don't like Ronan. And that hasn't really changed, and we're like halfway through. <laughs> yeah, hopefully there's. I based on the final scene of this, I feel like the opening of the next episode will be like some reveal of of who Jack is as a character. Um, because that that is hot. That is yeah, him yeah. the sword, isn't it? Because that's that's yeah, like yeah, Ronin's yeah. Sword. It 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 ends with him holding the the Ronin sword to Hawkeye's throat. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. So, so in the best scenario case, you know, like from the beginning of next episode, it'll it'll immediately, you know, like shit's gonna happen now, right? We're gonna we're gonna reveal what Jack's up to, and you know, like things are gonna get, uh, like a lot a lot more urgent, all of that. And like the worst case scenario, it just opens with like, oh yeah, sorry about the misunderstanding. Uh, this is this is my friend Clint. <laughs> And well, then they're yeah, just fenced together. <laughs> it's like, by the way, I have this Hawkeye fencing gear that might suit you perfectly. Have it. I have this wonderful purple outfit with a big H on the front. You know, I think I think you'd look really good in it. Why don't you take this? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, again, it's. Like, Still though, it's 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 interesting because again, like it it could go in several ways, but I'm not really sure where they're taking it. Like I'm not even really sure if they're gonna take it in like the most obvious ways of where they can take the story. So that's definitely interesting to see, like how they're gonna connect all these dots and how they're gonna resolve all this, and how you know the the bigger players of the MCU are, and if like how they're gonna um play into this. It's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. But we can still agree that this is the best MCU 
property and uh, series and you know just anything there ever is or ever will be uh, because we got more of the beautiful dog it is it is a pretty good dog um do you reckon I'd, it's like i'd rated do you reckon it's like thor ragnarok do you reckon his uh his missing eye is cg i was i was actually wondering that because i was yeah i was i was like wondering if they just got a one-eyed dog or if it's it would definitely be cheaper to find like, a one-eyed dog than cgi yeah, but then you also need to like find a one-eyed dog that perfectly like fits the 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 breed and character that you want well, i mean they could just find a dog that fits the type and can act and then just take its eye. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, they could. They could give it back They afterwards. probably won't. Uh, the last 10 minutes of but this yeah, have been was, a wild was, ride. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was definitely, like, my favourite episode out of them. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm still not... It's, it's still, like, my least favourite show so far. And I'm surprised at how high it's like, its ratings are on on IMDb currently. Even like after a week, like the first two episodes are still, I the second one is still like in the eights. Um, yeah, it's like seven point eight, eight point one, eight point seven, or something like that on IMDb. Yeah, which is, I mean, like that's gonna go down. Yeah. And I think it also it's also probably higher because I think a lot less people are actually interested in it, and like the the numbers are like a bit lower. Yeah, I think than, um... uh, uh, the other shows. I think uh, it was announced that like the first episode's numbers were i don't know if they were the lowest of the four so- series so far but they yeah were def- they, were, they like, were definitely lower than one yeah they were they were slightly lower than one division or like no slightly lower than falcon and winter soldier um and then the second episode had like a slightly you know bigger drop than the others which again i mean it makes sense like loki is obviously above and beyond them all but it kind of makes sense. It's like, you know, like people tune into WandaVision because it was the first one and it had like an intriguing premise. Less people tuned into Falcon and Winter Soldier because there wasn't like, especially like Falcon isn't really a character that people really knew they wanted more of or, you know, wanted to go in. And it was very clear that it wasn't really going to be like a big show in terms of MCU stuff. Loki was obviously going to be the big one because it's Loki. <laughs> like that that alone just draws in your your name but it's just yeah it's hawkeye like obviously you know the people who want to watch a hawkeye show are are you know quite lower because let's let's face it there's there's, there's it's, a it's reason hawkeye. that this took nearly a decade over like over over a decade to get like they had they had other priorities yeah, yeah it's yeah yeah so obviously you know it's 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 gonna be a bit on the on the lower end of it so so far, I so think that's I like, enjoyed this more than I'm, Falcon I'm, Winter Soldier. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the people who like watch this, the people who really want a Hawkeye show, they're getting exactly what they want, so they're rated high because this is a Hawkeye show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, it's it's a show with Hawkeye in it. Like, what do you rate this? Like, I mean, it's pretty good. It's got arrows and Hawkeyes and Christmas, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so far... Based on these first three episodes, I I think I prefer this over Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but definitely not above One Division and Loki. Um, yeah, it's it's like it's it's more because like the 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 problems I still have with Falcon and Winter Soldier is that it's it 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 does feel very disjointed at times with its story and it goes into many different directions and doesn't really manage to unite it all. It's like stuff like the Flag Smashers, which is in there, but it's also you know. 
it also does, doesn't really go anywhere. It isn't really explored that much. And then they bring in all of these bits from around the MCU world and it feels slightly disjointed at times. This one is more focused, but it's also, like I said, it's also weird because it doesn't really go anywhere. And that's like my main problem with it. Like it's, it's, it's just kind of like in a void or, or, or in limbo where it just exists and it's fun but i end i ended each episode being like well i'm 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 not really any more you know like I've, i i know exactly as much as i knew when i started this episode <laughs> more or less more, yeah, slightly anyway. exaggerated <clears throat> but yeah there yeah it's 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 yeah i would i would i'd say i yeah i prefer this a bit more to falcon and winter soldier um because it's 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 fun. It's a it's a fun Christmas show, and and I like that. It's it it's a nice thing to do on my Wednesday mornings to just watch some silly arrow shooting. <laughs> I was gonna try and think of a quick joke of another type of like arrow shooting thing you could watch on a Wednesday morning, but I genuinely couldn't think of any. The um, the Olympics. Um, you could go rewatch Arrow. Hunger Games. Hunger Ga oh, Yeah, you could do a Hunger Games rewatch. Um. They, 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 they did make a Hunger Games joke in, in one of the episodes, so that's topical. Yes, yes, it is, yes. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's about it. That's, that's all the Arrow things that exist. Uh, you could go watch some Robin Hood. I could. Any I of could the watch, um, versions. I could watch Ridley Scott's Robin Hood, He's... which I'm pretty sure is on Disney+, Plus. so there you go. It can join the last duel. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> right. I think that's the end. I think that's. I think that's where we wrap it up. We've uh, somehow. Yeah. I don't think there's any more that you can so you can say about this one. No. Somehow, I think we've managed to go almost as long with one episode between me and you as two episodes between the three of us. It's impressive. It's true. impressive. Oh yeah. True. 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 Which, which again, probably says a lot about the quality of those first two episodes and how weird they're paced. <laughs> this has been frankly spoken my name has been frank or still is frank this has been burke um, i i yes oh yeah still still the same it's still the same that's good uh you can find us on youtube spotify google podcasts apple podcasts uh and instagram and twitter at uh, spoken what frankly instagram there's there's social medias uh uh, Damn! You can drop a like. You can throw a subscribe. You can throttle the notifications bell uh, with a. Uh, you can gently, gently arrow. tab the bell. Take, yes. You take, take, shoot that slime arrow at our notification bell. Just don't do as Kate did and uh, destroy it. I made that joke last week. Oh, did you? Jesus. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> no originality left. <laughs> ah, it's the MCU. <laughs> Ooh, oh, everything's <laughs> just copy and paste. Ooh. Damn you, Martin Scorsese. That's a controversial Scorsese. take. <laughs> uh, do you reckon Martin Scorsese and Ridley Scott just, just meet up and complain about the MCU? Of course. They, they, they're just... Uh, every, like, Wednesday, they just meet up and they watch the latest MCU show and they're just grumpy old men together. Oh, I would have done this in a one <laughs> I would have used some more. Maybe film. maybe Harrison Ford joins them just to add even more grumpy old man energy. <laughs> yes, hundred <laughs> percent. 
Right, we're done. We're off. Adios. Goodbye. Bye. I'll feel the same. Farewell. Arrivederci. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I know. I know a couple of German words, like um, Krankenwagen. <laughs> oh, Krankenhaus. Oh, Kran yeah, whatever it is. Kranken, whatever hospital is in German. Yes, one of the two. I'm not going to tell you which. It's not All I know is those people in that exploding van definitely need one of those. <laughs> there we go. We're done. Bye.